Welcome to Mankato City Stream, a podcast about city happenings. Hello and welcome to Mankato City Stream Podcast. I am Amy Holst. I work on communications and engagement efforts for the city of Mankato. I'm filling in today for your usual host, Adele Fiedler. Today on the podcast, we'll be talking about the city's water service line inventory. Um, we may also refer to it as the lead service line inventory. To help us work through all the details of that initiative, we have Kyle Heinrichs joining us today. Kyle is the water treatment plant superintendent and is overseeing the inventory project. Welcome, Kyle. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So let's jump into this inventory. Can you provide us an overview of the lead service line inventory program and what its objectives are? So the I'll start with the objectives. That is to, to find out what we have out in the system. Mankato has 10,608 service lines. Some of that's commercial, residential, uh, government. It's a, it's a mix of everything. But what we have to do is we have to find out the makeup of the private service lines throughout the, the distribution system. Um, the overview of our inventory is to verify what we have is there's, there's five different categories that every service line has to get put into. Um, that's lead, copper, galvanized, brass, and plastic. So to complete that inventory, Mankato has to do, to find out what that inventory is. There's the self-inventory that we created. The city is completing a, uh, a water meter replacement. So every water meter in the city of Mankato for residential is gonna be replaced. Historical documents and door-to-door. And -door. Um, so those are the different options we have to complete this program. Um, this this uh, lead service line replacement, this self-inventory is a new one that uh, public information put a lot of work into of, of allowing the citizens to really have their, their, their input and make sure that we, we get this 100% accurate, not, um, not relying on historical documents. Part of Mankato's way of doing this inventory is really leaning on the citizens to complete this inventory with some assistance from us if needed. Right. So it really sounds like we're working with the residents to to help complete this inventory, which is always a good way for people to to get involved, really. Is this it's my understanding that this inventory is being done as part of a nationwide requirement um, and that's being done by the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency or a lot of people will know them as the EPA. Um, what is the significance of that mandate? So the EPA um, estimates that there's anywhere between 6 to 10 million lead service lines in the United States. So in December of uh, 2021, they issued the mandate that uh, there's, there's multiple pieces to the puzzle. The largest is, is the inventory. So we need to find out what's in the ground and, and what steps we have to take to, to get the lead out of our water systems. So um, October 16th, 2024, this inventory has to be complete. The goal is to eventually replace all lead service lines to reduce possible exposure to lead to the, uh, of the citizens of the United States, not just Mankato. Um, so to be able to know what you need to take out, we have to first find out what we all have. So, I mean, that's a pretty large, large gap of a large number, six to 10 million. So we have to narrow that down. We obviously have to find out what that is. So the first step the EPA did was to, to mandate that we have this, um, this inventory to find out exactly what we have. And after that are multiple steps of getting it out of the ground and reducing that exposure. 
So you mentioned that it's it's important to know where the lead service lines are in the city um, because we want to remove them so that we can help keep lead out of our water. Why is it important to keep lead out of the water? Are there negative effects for people or or what's the... Exposure to contaminants is, is what the, the government's trying to do. Some of the the health effects of, of lead are lower IQ, autoimmune, autoimmune disease, uh, mood disorders. Those are different um, effects that, that lead, you can get from lead contamination. The reason that lead was put in water services is because of its, its durability, its flexibility. Obviously, you can't have a straight pipe coming out of a straight pipe for residents because you don't know where the house is going to be built. So what they did is they put lead in and it can, they can twist and turn and it's pliable. And that's what was the best available technology um, 60 years ago, 70 years ago. So that's what they put in. And we need to try to get that out. Um, the one thing I'd like to say is, is as for the drinking water portion of it, is that, that we test um, for lead in drinking water every three years. So Mankato, um, under our city code, the residents own from the water main into the house. So that's, that's the, the, the private residence owns the service. So what we're doing is we're testing what's in the private plumbing. It's not in Mankato's water. The lead isn't in our water. It's what comes in contact with the personal uh, residence plumbing. So what we do is, is the EPA mandates that we, we test a certain way. They change it the way originally it was done as a grab sample. First grab, you grab a thousand mil sample and that's a first grab. So now we have to grab five samples. The first sample is for copper. The fifth is for lead because typically internal plumbing is copper inside the house but the lead would be in the service line outside. That's why we grab it as a fifth sample. So we're really trying to, 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 to verify where that lead contamination or you know possible copper is. But the way we treat water in Mankato, um, we do a great job in, in making sure our water is not on the corrosive side um, so of the Langler index. So we make sure that, that we're not drawing lead, copper, or out of the pipe into the water. So um, we have a chemist on site. He's been doing a lot of work lately. Um, he's, he's tested under the new regulations and the new way of, of sampling. And, and we're still um, below, well below the limits of, of what the, the EPA or the state mandates for um, copper. Great. So it sounds like the city of Mankato is doing what they can to help keep contaminants, um, including lead, out of the water. And really where we're finding the contaminants comes into um, when it comes into someone's home, into their privately owned system. And that's what this inventory is looking for. Yep. So what are residents being asked to do as part of the inventory? So the we have this self-assessment that was uh, public information worked with our IT department to create an online inventory. And uh, so what, what that part of that is, is to go online and submit what you have. Um, they've, they've worked pretty hard to make sure that it's, it's extremely streamlined. So you really you go online, you search your address, and you select one of the five uh, possible uh, makeups of your service line, and that's it. Um, on the bottom of that self-assessment, there is also a section where if you don't know what you have, um, which it outlines how to scratch test, magnet test, um, and what the individual uh, materials look like. If you can't, if you can't locate your service line, if you if you have a hard time um, figuring out which one it might be, there is also a, a link on there that you can select and you can schedule 
um, you can schedule somebody to come out and take a look at it. We'll either come out and take a look or we'll call you and walk you through what it takes to, to find that service line. Been in a few homes where they are hidden behind walls and, and whatever people move in and they don't know where they are. So sometimes they are a little tricky to find, but, but we'll walk through and that I'd rather spend five minutes on the phone with somebody trying to find out where their service line is than, than to have to go into every, every home or people's homes can usually get us through what we need. So where might someone look in their property to find it? You said some of them are hard to find. Some may be very easy. Do you have any um, suggestions for where they should look in their property to find that water service line? So typically the, the water enters the home on the address side of the house, so the house number side of the house. Um, it'll be in the front and, and it comes up through the basement floor, usually about a foot away from the wall. And there will be... Um, newer homes obviously have two two water meters. It's a domestic, the inside, and then the the sprinkler meter. Um, other parts of town typically have just uh, one ser- one water meter in their house. So it's it's uh, it's a one inch line coming into the house, and then um, usually a brass water meter. So you can tell um, about a foot away um, in the center of the house, typically on the address side. And who is included in the inventory? Is this just for private residents, for homes? Does it include businesses? Who should be looking at their water service lines? So um, typically lead was used in two-inch and smaller um, service connections. Um, businesses usually have a larger, um, larger, larger service line because they don't know what their consumption is going to be when, the, when it's developed. So they put in four, six, eight-inch line for fire lines for for just for capacity. So it's it's more geared towards the residential um, schools, so K through eight, as well as uh, daycare facilities. That that's really what this inventory is targeting. Um, we have to do. We have five years, so 2024 to 2029, we uh, have to sample every school and daycare within the city limits. And then, like I said, the inventory itself has to be has to be done for all residential properties um, by um, October sixteenth, twenty twenty four. So it's it's really targeting the the major users, which is going to be the the residential under two under two inch. Typically, like I said, a a, a residential home has a one inch service line coming into it, and typically businesses are larger, four inches or larger. And once someone finds their line within their property and they see that it's made of some sort of metal, um, how how can they figure out what that metal is? Because I, we know that if it's plastic, it's typically going to be white or blue in color. It's going to be pretty easy to tell that it's plastic. But if they go in there and see a metal, which I, this is what happened to me, um, I did not know what my service line was made of. I located it. I realized it was metal. I expected it to be plastic just because of the age of the home, and it wasn't. Um, and so are there tips that people can um, follow to help identify what the material is that's being used for their water service line? Yeah, on on the the service line inventory uh, website, there there are some some quick tips to help you obviously uh um copper looks like a penny it's going to be that that bronze color uh magnet will not stick to it the two that are going to be somewhat similar are going to be the galvanized and lead they're both going to be grayish in color but lead is softer so you could scratch it with a, a screwdriver or something um and you'll see that it all of a sudden gets shiny you can you can push that into the metal the galvanized is going to be um, a lot harder metal and the magnet will stick to that to that pipe 
that's going to be the biggest difference. And the lead, where the joints are on the lead, it won't be a, a threaded connection. It'll be, you'll see it, it'll bulge out right at every single connection for the lead. And it's, that's more flexible. The galvanize is going to be a straight pipe, um, straight up, straight over, where the, the, the lead will flex. Copper, same thing. They use soft roll, so it's going to be flexible when it comes in. But, you know, copper is pretty self-explanatory, like a, a penny. Um, brass, that's going to be golden color. Um, a magnet will not stick to it. So there's going to be a definitely, the, the brass will be a threaded connection where the, the copper will be a, a sweat or it's a, it's a more of a seamless connection. It's not threaded. So there's some, some different things you can look at. It's, it's broken down and explained very well on the city website. Um, like I said, if anybody has any questions, they can submit to that or, or there is other options of calling to, um, on on the back of that or the bottom of that inventory. Sure. Do you want to talk a little bit about other ways that people can submit their findings? I know we touched on being able to submit online, um, and we also talked about those tips, and, and both of those can be found at mankatomn.gov backslash LSL inventory. Um, and so that's that's where you can find those tips. You can submit online, but you know what are the other ways that people can submit if they don't want to go online to do so? So a person can email lslinventory at mankatomn.gov or they can call 311-507-387-8600 and uh, they'll, they'll create a customer service request. I think the, the email comes directly to me, I believe, um, and I can create a customer service request and we can get somebody to uh, get in contact. Uh, 311 would, I would assume, send it to me as well. And, uh, and we'll get somebody, like I said, the first thing is most people just want to know where it is and, and we could, we can help out with that. Um, call or email or do it online. This is going to be quick, easy. Great. Once collected, how is all of this information going to be used? So Mankato currently has a population of right around 42,000 people. Um, so we're going to we're going to put it into our our database. We have to submit to the state where we're at for the lead service line or the, the service line inventory. Um, what we would be using that inventory for goes into some of the other requirements that go along with the lead service line or the lead service line replacement rule. Um, so if if Mankato were to ever exceed a 10 part per billion action level, we have to um follow a plan that we are are drafting and putting in place to replace service lines that we have we set our own goal of how many service lines we want to replace if we exceed 15 parts per billion then we have to replace three percent of our service lines per year that's why having an accurate inventory is so important because if we know we have 100 service lines then we have to replace three service lines per year if we exceed that 15 part per billion um Knowing where they're at is extremely important too, because if we, if if we have two streets that are up for reconstruct, two two consecutive years, and we know we have to replace X amount of service lines, we can shift some of those dates around a little bit and replace a street that has more lead service lines. So then we can meet the EPA's expectation and the goals on replacing the three percent per year and we get more bang for buck as to what we're trying to do to get these lead service lines out so a lot of our replacement replacement will be tied to street reconstructs because that's going to be the best time 
because obviously the service line goes out into the street and and to do them one here one there is is extremely costly so if we can shift around um how we do business with street reconstructs water sewer storm all those in a tie-in this as part of that that's that's what we'd like to do and it's it's more economical for for utilizing the tax dollars of 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 getting these out of the the ground so it really sounds like this is going to be a good way for the city to approach um, replacement of water infrastructure throughout the city too and really be a guideline for our next steps in in construction project which which will be great yep yep um, what information as part of the inventory will be made public? Are there parts of it that people are going to be able to view or are going to be part of, of public information that, that will be pushed out? So as of right now, the way Mankato is collecting it, it's, it's a unique idea that's tied to a service address, which would be tied to their, their water bill. That's how we're currently doing it right now. Um, and the makeup of that. No personal data is going to be attached to this this inventory, but uh, I mentioned before about 42,000 residents in Mankato. Once we exceed uh, 50,000 people, we were required by the EPA mandate to have an inter interactive map that's available to the public. So we're working with GIS right now of, of getting that started so we have it when we do exceed that 50,000 um, threshold so that we were not recreating our inventory and our backpedaling, trying to figure out how to do that. So how is the city raising awareness of the importance of participating in this inventory? I know this week um, you and I were out at an event trying to hand out some water bottles, make people aware of it. Um, but how, how else are we raising awareness of the importance of this, of participating in this inventory? I think we're really going to have to get out to any possible function this summer we have night to unite i mean that's going to be a big one we'll probably get out to different neighborhoods um to just just get the word out um you and i work together on on uh, purchasing bottles and you put together the the flyer that that explains where to go to submit the inventory what you need to look for i think really those types of events night to unite utilizing the water bottles just to get the word out people to have something in their hand at facebook Twitter, we've been using both of those. Um, be reaching out to news outlets, podcasts, um, videos, just any, anything we can possibly do. But I, I do think the, the community events are going to be the best. Um, at that event yesterday, I talked to somebody in the Lincoln Park District that, that is going to put in their newsletter. I think those types of things, just to, to talk about it. I think it's one of the things that, that people are afraid to talk about the lead in the, in, that's in contact with our water but it's one of the things that we have to we can't we have to talk about it we have to address it um you can't hide from it so i think just get out there and and realize that that it is something that has to be taken care of and and just getting in the communities and, and where we know it is as people hear about this inventory and we talk more about lead in the water, if anyone has concerns, is there someone that they can talk to at the city, someone they can call? And Go ahead and call 311 or 387-8600 uh, and they'll get you in contact with somebody from the water treatment plant more than likely. Um, and and we, can, we can give you some tips of how to reduce your exposure to the lead, um, flushing your lines, you know, that type of thing, what you can do. Um, to, to make sure you reduce your contact and, and anything that, you know, that we can help educate you on, just uh, give us a call. 
we're open. You're always there. You're always monitoring that plant and the water. So that's great to know. It'll be a good resource for people if they have concerns or questions um, about the inventory in general. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add about the water service line inventory or about water? In- the goal of every water professional, every professional in the water industry is to pr- provide a safe quality product. So removing these lines and, and educating the general public is it's something that we take extremely seriously. So we want to just make sure that everybody um, that we can make sure that this inventory is accurate as possible to make sure that that we're getting rid of everything out there to make sure we do provide a safe quality product for the residents of Mankato. Well, thank you so much for sharing all the information about the inventory with us today. Check out more information on the inventory, wants to learn more about what we're doing, and most importantly, to submit their findings as part of the initiative. Um, that website, again, is mankatomn.gov slash LSL inventory. So thanks again, Kyle, and we will see you next time. This has been the Mankato City Stream Podcast. For more information, visit our website at mankatomn.gov or call 311 311- or 507-387-8600.